0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Welcome to our celebration for Hispanic Heritage Month. I was asked two weeks ago if we would make this a special recipe swap. And thank you everyone for their support it went out on the conversation list today I mean it has been well spread so hopefully we've got some really good recipes my name is Sheila Young and we have been doing this call for two and a half years plus my host tonight is Katie Lear
2: thank you Katie you're welcome.
1: And then I'm not sure who the streamer is, (laughs) but we are doing something new and exciting tonight. We are joining our community in Zoom and Clubhouse. So I want to welcome Brad Snyder, who is doing the P4 for Clubhouse. Thank you, Brad. And Lucy Edmonds, who is doing our hosting in Clubhouse. So thank Thank you. you.
3: You're welcome.
1: (laughs) This is going to be exciting tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to take recipes from Zoom. And then Lucy will tell us if there's raised hands in Clubhouse. Normally, we want you to say hi. Even if you don't have a recipe, but you don't have to, we certainly welcome welcome you to. So thank you so much for being here. This is going to be exciting. So let's get this Mexican. Um, let's see what what is it called for a Mexican party? Gabriel, what's it called for a Mexican party? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, for for a Hispanic party, there will a fiesta.
1: <laughs> well, no. Oh, fiesta. That's right. Because I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, I'm thinking sleeping in sombrero. And I'm like, no, that's not right.
4: <laughs> oh, no, no. Because that's siesta. Siesta is when you're sleeping. Uh, I, know. Fiesta, I know. I know. Fiesta a I, know. Is part. I okay. had a
1: brain moment. Okay. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I know. <laughs> Same here. Trust but,
1: me. But all right. All right. Well, Gabriel has been one of our champions of spreading the word. So thank you, Gabriel. So no, all right, Miss Katie, yeah, thank let, you. Let's start with Katie. If you have something you want to share, and even if you don't just want to say hi, please do so. So we'll go with Katie for two and Lucy for two. So
2: all right, Miss Katie. I'm starting with Vicky. Go ahead, please, Vicky. Unmute. Hi, Vicki. Hey, Sheila.
5: And hey, everybody. Um, this is Vic- Vicki Radcliffe from Alexandria, Virginia. I found this recipe in a cookbook yesterday. And so here goes. It's a little long, but um, it's it's easy to make. The name of the recipe is called enchilada bowls. The ingredients are two, tea- two teaspoons of olive oil. I think maybe you could use just regular vegetable oil. oil, That's my opinion. Either one. Uh, One medium onion chopped. One pound of boneless, skinless chicken breast cut into bite-sized pieces. One half teaspoon of salt. That's optional. One half teaspoon of pepper. That's optional if you want. One cup of rice uncooked. Two cups chicken broth. One 14 ounce can of Rotel tomatoes, one 10 ounce can of enchilada sauce, one cup corn. Now, this recipe said frozen corn. I think you could use canned corn as well. Uh, Two teaspoons of chili powder, one teaspoon of cumin, one 15 ounce can of black beans, drained and rinsed, and one to two cups of Mexican cheese which is shredded or a cheese of your choice. So here we go with the instructions. You add the oil to a large skillet or pot and place over medium-high heat for one minute. After that, you add the onion, the chicken, the salt, and the pepper. You cook that for about five minutes, and you stir occasionally. Your next step is to add your rice to the mixture and stir, and you cook that the whole thing for from three to four minutes. Then the next thing you do is you add your uh, chicken broth, tomatoes, enchilada sauce, corn, chili powder, and cumin, and you stir and bring your pot of food to a to a boil. At that time, when it starts to boil, you reduce your heat so it's just simmering on the stove and you cover your pan. You cook this dish for 20 minutes and then after that, you can remove it from the stove. You want to make sure, though, that the rice has absorbed all the liquid. And after you remove your pan from the stove, you stir in your can of black beans and then put your cheese on top, and you cover the dish again. It's off the stove now at that point, and you simply let it stand for five minutes. This recipe did say you could serve it, of course, in bowls, as we know, or you can serve it in wraps or tortillas. So happy eating, and I'm glad I found this recipe so I won't always make chili.
1: No, it sounds fabulous, and thank you so much for sending it to me.
5: Yes, I did. Yesterday, I found it, and I said, I'm going to send it it, to Sheila.
1: It does. It sounds good. And for anyone new that is listening, especially in Clubhouse, um, if you want to receive the recipe documents, what I do after our calls is I put the document. Everybody um, sends their recipes to me. And I put them in a document and I send them out to the recipe group. We have over 110 people in our recipe group right now. So if you're interested, we've had over 60 calls. You send an email to community at acb.org and you ask them to send me your email because you're interested in the recipe documents, then I will send you an email and ask you, here's what we've had so far, which documents would you like? If you want all of them, it is easy to do, But, and I apologize because I know someone has not uh, received theirs and that's my oversight. So I will fix that, I promise. But
2: all right, Katie, who's next? Monica, go ahead, please. Hi, Monica. Hi,
1: How are Hi, you? I know Great. you got a good recipe.
6: <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so this is a recipe that my relatives taught me how to make. And I taught my brother-in-law from Spain how to make it last summer, and now he surprises all his friends with it. So it's called the Tres Leches Cake. Speak English. Mm. <laughs> All right. It's a cake with three milks, but it sounds so much better in Spanish. It does.
1: <laughs> it Especially is, coming it, from
6: you.
4: If if That's anyone hasn't it. tried a dress lettuce, I highly recommend it. It is a sweet mm. indulgence. It is oh. delicious.
1: <laughs> yes, it <laughs> is. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I would never be able to make it, but go ahead.
6: Okay. <laughs> um, okay. It has one box of Duncan Hines yellow or vanilla cake mix one can of sweetened condensed milk one can of evaporated milk one container of half and half and i usually use the medium-sized container and you would use uh, by cool whip cool whip or a spray can of whipped cream to top the cake okay so the first thing you do is preheat the oven to 350 degrees then you make the cake according to what the directions say on the box cake mix, uh, and well, obviously you're going to place it in a nine by thirteen inch nine by thirteen inch dish when you make the cake. Um, once the cake is done, you poke holes all okay. over the cake, and in a blender you would mix all the remaining ingredients together. On high, well, I'd start on low speed first and then go to high speed for about a minute. Um, then you pour the mixture over the cake so it can be absorbed. Then place the cake in the refrigerator for eight hours or overnight. Uh, so, this you have to plan to make the night before. Um, <laughs> and then When you serve the cake, top it with the cool whip or fruit if desired. And it's really best to serve it as cold as you can.
7: Mm. Maybe maybe
6: I I lied. Maybe I couldn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you can. Now, are you
6: talking about the 16 ounce half and half? No, there's like a medium. Like a quart? No, not a quart. Maybe the 16 ounce one. It's a, it's not a huge container.
1: It's, it's, it's so, not like a milk carton when we were No, no, school. no, that's it's too big. than that.
6: Yeah, that's too big. It's smaller. Maybe it looks like, uh, like the pint size of the milk.
1: That's probably what it is. Okay. Yeah. It, it probably is a pint. Okay. It, oh my gosh.
6: It's so good.
1: I have to agree. That does sound absolutely sinful.
6: <laughs> it is, <laughs> but that's Thank why I you. only make it for a party because I well, want to give yeah. it to other people. Yeah,
1: awesome! Thank you, dear. Thanks You're for being welcome. here. All right, Lucy. Do we have anybody in clubhouse that wants to say hi, or that has a recipe? Well,
2: apparently
3: everybody's being shy because <clears throat> nobody well, we don't want shy. Answers.
2: Come on, you guys. Yeah. We want them to to join us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if we don't
2: have any hands
1: raised, then we will go back to Zoom. Katie, do we have anybody? We do.
2: Peggy, go ahead, please. Hi, Peggy. Hi.
8: Um, My recipe is, I'm from Florida, by the way, in case I forget to mention it. My recipe is um, oven fajitas. And um, I love fajitas, but would not want to cook them in that sizzling fry pan like they do at the <laughs> restaurants. So, so anyway, my recipe is to make them in the oven, which is much easier. <laughs> um, so um, it has a recipe for like a fajita seasoning, but you can also buy the fajita seasoning or, or probably use taco seasoning. But the seasoning they call for is one tablespoon of... Chili powder, half a teaspoon, half a tablespoon, I'm sorry, of uh, smoked paprika, half a teaspoon of onion powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of garlic powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of cumin, and one teaspoon of sugar, quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper. They say if you like it really spicy, add a a quarter, um, well, it calls for an eighth, but you could use a quarter if you like it spicy. And then um, one teaspoon, half a teaspoon of salt. So you mix all that up. Then for the fajitas themselves, it calls for one pound of chicken breasts and sliced into strips. And then uh, it calls for one large onion one red pepper, one yellow pepper, and one green pepper. So I guess those are, you could usually buy those stoplight peppers that come that way.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: And um, they say you could either cut them in squares or I like to do strips with both the peppers and the onions. And then it calls for two tablespoons of um, oiled. I usually use a little less than that. But anyway, so what you do is you put the vegetables and the chicken in a 13 by nine inch pan, drizzle them with the oil and stir them around so they're coated with the oil. Then sprinkle the fajita seasoning over the top and stir it around and coat them all. Then you bake it at 400 for 20 minutes. Take it out and stir it around once and then put it back in the oven for another 20 minutes and that's it and so when it's done you can you know wrap it and wrap uh, you know some of it in fajitas and put uh i mean in tortillas and um top with salsa and sour cream and cheese or whatever you'd like so anyway that's and my you recipe.
1: can you can buy the fajita seasoning because I have bought it before yeah, so, yeah yeah and that would be easier than mixing salts. Yeah, salt yeah, but oh my goodness I, I love fajitas love them
8: yeah, and you can pretend they're but healthy I, right? but I
1: agree but I agree with you <laughs> I don't you know it's so awesome to go to the restaurant and smell yeah. them and you know like oh I yeah, wish yeah, I knew exactly. how to fix that but it's just not yeah
8: cooking them in a 13 by 9 and much easier (laughs) much
1: easier yes awesome well thank you we missed you last time thanks Uh, for being here all right thank you all right Lucy we got anybody yes we do we've got Michael
2: Babcock hi Michael I knew Lucy was calling me out while I was sitting there down in the audience (laughs) trying to figure out what I was going to make for dinner. I really don't have a recipe, but I just wanted to stop in and say hi, and glad to be part of this historical event. Well, thank you. I
1: appreciate that. And did you get my text earlier?
2: I did. I'll send you an email. Okay.
1: All right. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for being here. All right, Katie, let's jump back to you. Jamaica. Go more. ahead, please. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. I'm go sorry, ahead. Lucy. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Can I go? Yes. Now, yes, Jamaica. Welcome. Uh, this is Jamaica and I'm from, I am from Athens, Georgia. And I wanted to let you know that um my recipe will be in the doc, will be in the document. I awesome. Thank can, you. I, you know, I can't get it. I can't get it up and to be able to read it. So um, that's, that's okay. And but it, thank it, you for being here. And, and it's called chicken, uh, chicken, uh, chicken enchilada casserole. So.
1: Okay. Well, Jamaica, thanks. thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Hope you're yeah. doing well. Okay. Thanks. All right. Lucy. All right. We've got Cheryl Cummings. Hi,
2: Hi Cheryl. Cheryl.
0: Can you hear me yes
2: yeah. how are you okay
0: i'm good thanks how are you good welcome So, so i i i i want to share but i don't it's not like a f- real recipe it's just something i make sometimes when i'm looking for like a comfort
1: food that's okay
0: um, so um i buy plantains which are platanos in spanish
1: uh-huh.
0: and um Really simple. I just boil them. Uh they you know, they look like bananas.
7: Mm-hmm. Or
0: you can even use green bananas. I boil them. Uh once they're done boiling, I take them out. Uh I mash them. I put a little bit of salt and pepper and some cheese, and that's it. That's my exciting covered food dish.
1: Mm. Well, we I've been to restaurants where I get the uh, and I thought they were fried plantains. Is, is that the same? Yeah, thing?
4: some people some you, people fry, them. fry I them. I think Cheryl's doing the the healthy version. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> I like the fried version. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I
0: like I like fried plantains too. But but this is this is just I, it's it's sort of like a. A mashed potatoes but uh-huh, it's mashed uh-huh. plantains instead mm-hmm. and, and
1: i'll um, i'll bet they're delicious so.
0: i like them they they remind me of uh the you know life in the in uh, santo domingo and they remind me of uh um life in guyana in south
1: america and are you from that area
0: uh i'm from guyana
1: are you? south okay. america well yeah
0: thank you thanks for being here thanks so excited this is wonderful thank you for doing this well
1: you know it was it was somebody else's idea not mine (laughs) but most of most of my recipe calls are somebody else's idea i just i just um started them april of 20 and this is september 22 and we're still doing them (laughs)
6: Yeah, awesome.
7: anyway, you do the most
4: you. important part of it, Sheila.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl. All right. Let's go. Lucy, we got anybody else?
2: Not yet. No. Nope.
1: All right. Katie.
2: Well, we have a bit of a mystery. I'm seeing Uh-oh. two people in, in our list here that say iPhone, but only one person has their hand raised.
3: I'll bet so one the of iPhone them is... hand
2: raiser, would you please unmute and tell us who you are? Oh, bet that's it's, it's Mary, Mary Grace. Yep, it is. Yep, is. It is. It's Mary Grace. <laughs> Hi.
3: How are uh, you, dear? I, I'm from Waynesville, North Carolina, which is the mountain. That, that's the mountains of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And this recipe, I haven't tried it. It's a, You can't get any simpler than this <laughs> or any fewer ingredients, probably. Anyway, it's called... Um it, it's called Can You Believe It's Simple Salsa Chicken?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a cute title. <laughs> well, I
3: think the title interested me enough oh, to yeah. watch the recipe. So it calls for okay. Um, well, it makes four to six servings, prep time five minutes, cooking time, five to eight hours. And ideal slow cooker size, three quart. Okay, calls for four to six skinless uh, chicken, boneless chicken breast halves. Uh, A 16-ounce jar of chunky-style salsa, your choice. Uh, And it can be mild, medium, or hot. That's your choice, too. (laughs) Two cups of shredded cheese. Again, your choice of flavor whatever you want. (laughs) Okay, so you place chicken in the crock pot and pour the salsa salsa over it. Then you cover and cook on low five to eight hours or until chicken is tender but not dry. Uh, Then you top the individual servings with shredded cheese. Then you serve it over cooked rice or in a whole wheat or cheddar cheese wrap. And that's it. (laughs) it can't be any more simple
1: no no and and you can do anything you want with it once you cook it exactly exactly yeah well thank you dear thanks for being here and thank hope you're doing well i'm doing okay awesome all right let's try one more in zoom and then hopefully we'll have somebody in clubhouse
2: allison go ahead please Hi Miss Allison, how are you? Hola Sheila, y todo el mundo. <laughs> oh, don't even go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
9: I, you know I know I've been the, told the once, I have to practice my Spanish. <laughs> Good but, yeah. job. Anyway, you got the gist of it. <laughs> I do. Uh, and and before I give my recipe, I just want to tell Monica that I understood what you said when you gave the title of your cake. So, woo! I'm, I'm so excited.
1: Gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so I guess I need to go to to the uh, Spanish (laughs) one-on-one.
9: Oh, yeah, come on. It's a lot of fun. I I enjoy it. All right, what you got for us? All right, now the title of this recipe does not sound, you know, Spanish or Mexican, and I apologize for that, but it's kind of, I mean, you'll see when I read it. It's a very easy uh, casserole that I love to make during the holidays because it's so warm and savory. Okay, it's black-eyed pea casserole. And uh, I may have sent this to you before. I don't know it's all about right. anyone. This is okay. a new
1: document.
9: Okay, good. Okay. So you take two cans of black-eyed peas drained. Jalapenos optional. One and one-half pound hamburger, excuse me, hamburger browned. Of course, you want to drain the grease. Uh, one medium onion chopped. One can condensed cream of mushroom soup. One can condensed cream of celery soup, uh, tortilla chips, enough to cover a 9 by 13 inch casserole dish, sharp cheddar cheese, enough to cover the 9 by 13 dish casserole dish, and then uh, one 10 ounce can enchilada sauce, the green enchilada sauce, uh, salt and pepper to taste, and then the directions, uh, you brown your hamburger meat and you mix all the ingredients uh, and bring them to a boil. And that's of course, except the cheese and the chips but everything else you bring to a boil. And then in a nine by 13 inch casserole dish you alternate the mixture and chips. And I would do that, uh, I don't know why this doesn't say because an older recipe I had said it. You begin and end with your meat mixture. So you start with your meat mixture, then put a layer of chips, you know, broken up chips, and and then another layer of the meat. And then uh, you cover with the cheese, and I just put a generous amount, uh, no measurements there. And then you bake at 350 for 30 to 35 minutes or until the cheese uh, is completely melted and brown, and that's it.
1: And you're going to email that to me, right?
9: (laughs) I will. I didn't get a chance to
1: do it earlier. It's okay. So I, guess, Don't, I... It, it's, I will not be able to get to this document until probably the beginning of next week. Okay. So it's all good. Just as long as you can get it to me. If not, then I'll get it from the recording. Or I'll okay. find it in my other documents. <laughs>
9: Good deal. Oh, <laughs> and I, I do have a, another recipe for a real easy frozen margarita recipe if you want me to All share. All right. Yeah. Uh, can we do it now? Okay. Uh,
1: yeah, real quick.
9: Okay. Okay. Um, it's quick. Okay. Uh, you take a fifth of tequila, seven cups water, three, cu- three cups triple sec, and either two small or one large limeade. And it makes a gallon. And uh, let's see. Sometimes, oh, you can you can do either two half gallons or one full gallon. Uh, the half gallons freeze better, but it doesn't completely get frozen. Um, all right, hang on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get. Okay, all just right. mix mix everything together and stick it in the freezer. Oh, and she says, oh, and let me know when it's ready. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, but you, you don't. <laughs> you uh no blenders nest needed i mean it's it's ready when it's uh you know has time to when it's frozen yeah slushy yeah all right and very good
1: very well good yeah and, and we always you know <laughs> what is a mexican meal or a hispanic meal without a margarita
2: so, absolutely <laughs>
1: or sangria <laughs> or something so. right <laughs> <laughs> thank you dear thanks for being oh, here thank
9: you oh my thanks for letting me share
1: all right miss Lucy. We don't
3: have any hands. Come on now. My goodness.
1: They're just enjoying (laughs) this uh, family atmosphere is what they're doing. So they're just enjoying the call. So,
2: all right, Katie, who's next?
10: Patty, go ahead, please.
2: Hi. How
10: are you, Patty? I'm pretty good, Sheila. Uh, I think that uh, margarita makes... Margarita mix should be passed around the nation since it's so hot all over. Fine. (laughs) Amen. It sounds good. Amen. Well, mine are called beefy baked burritos. And I usually make these in the winter because it's kind of a warm meal, but I wanted to share it anyway. Oh, yeah. You take a pound of ground beef and you need one envelope of taco seasoning mix, one 16-ounce can of refried beans, one eight-ounce can of enchilada sauce. One head of lettuce. Um, I I cheat and use the, the already uh, bag lettuce because I'm going to have to tear it up and it works just great. <laughs> <laughs> and you need one package of 12-inch um, flour tortillas. Um, one pound of shredded Colby cheese. One pint of sour cream. And one medium onion chopped. You um, brown your beef and drain it. And then stir in your taco seasoning and add one half cup of water and simmer on low for about 15 minutes. In another saucepan, combine your beans and sauce, mixing well, and just heat that until it's heated through. Now you place a spoonful of the ground beef mixture and a generous amount of lettuce on each tortilla and you roll it up to enclose the filling. And you place them seam side down in a greased um, nine by 13 inch um, glass baking dish. And then you pour the bean mixture over the top and you sprinkle with the cheese. Sometimes I'm a cheese lover. So sometimes I use a little more than a pound because I want (laughs) to make sure it's all covered. (laughs) And then you you bake it at 400 degrees for 15 to 20 minutes and or to heat it through and then to serve it. Um, You you serve each uh, a burrito and you top it with sour cream and chopped onions to your taste.
1: Mm. And I will
10: mail that to you.
1: Please do. That sounds delicious. And you're right. That's something that I would certainly make in the wintertime. So, (laughs) yum. (laughs) Um,
10: Thank you, dear. Thanks for being here. Yep. Gracias. Gosh,
1: I guess I need to go to Spanish 101. <laughs> All right, Katie, who's next?
2: I'd like to say that if anybody needs a taste tester for any of these recipes, I would like to volunteer. <laughs> Linda, go ahead, please. Hi, Linda. Welcome. Hi. Can... Thank you. This can is our first
1: me? time. Yes, ma'am. And thank you. This oh, is our first time
2: for being here.
11: Yes, it is. I'm happy to be here.
2: Welcome.
11: Um, Thank you. So this is a traditional Mexican recipe. It's been around for years, centuries, but I have the modern day uh, version and it's so versatile and so easy. And it feeds either tons of people that you might have at your house or you can make it for, you know, like, Three or four people. It it doesn't matter. It's so versatile, and while while it's cooking, you can be with your guests and um, interact with them, and and your your soup is uh, is getting done. So the name of it is pozole. It's P O Z O L E, and so what I do is I like. Pork, so I use the pork butt, which is the shoulder, not the butt. Um, and I cook it. I, I, uh, and you can do this recipe in the crock pot as well. So I, I cook that. I have also made it with pork uh, butt and um, a tri-tip roast and chicken leg, uh, chicken thighs, but. Anyway, so you need a very large stock pot to cook this. You just cover the meat with water because you're going to add a whole bunch of other ingredients like two cans of red enchilada sauce, two cans of green enchilada sauce, a large can of hominy, and two cans of water. And just let that simmer um and cook, uh, first you want to add your pork because that's going to take the longest. And, and your beef, if you're doing all three types of meat together, if you're just doing the pork, then you know just add that and, and all those other ingredients. I also have a vegetarian one that I cook. Um, it has black beans, uh, garbanzo beans, frozen corn, and the two enchilada sauces. And then for both of those kinds of soup, you want to top them with uh, red cabbage, onion, and radishes chopped. And then have some uh, limes that would go on the side and some chiles, um, like chile jalapeno uh, and and, th- and oregano, and that's it. And I'm sorry it's not you know, so organized, but I just throw no, that, no, that it's, no, it. No, 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 if,
1: um, now, we, you said you could do the first one in the crock pot. So yes, would you, you just could. put everything in the crock pot and let yes, it cook? just
11: put everything in the crock pot. I and would probably, I, do I the assume, pork first.
1: yeah. I, I assume you would cook the pork first or no?
11: Um, well, you would cook it halfway, which you'd probably put it in for about three to four hours and then add your chicken um, and your roast beef because they don't take as long. But you're going to need a pretty big crop. Top, oh, yeah. And I have one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. so, is there a way you can email me this? These recipes? Sure, I will get on the list. I will yeah, just, just email community, community community at acb.org. Yeah. So, Linda, yeah. welcome. Okay. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's go over to Clubhouse. Lucy, do we have anybody? No, we don't. Oh no. my I'm, goodness! Yeah, they're just thinking we're going to cook for them, is what. Of what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, me too.
2: <laughs> Katie, anybody in Zoom?
1: We sure do.
2: Okay, Gabriel, it's your turn. Oh
1: my goodness, the brain behind this child.
4: <laughs> Thank Welcome. you.
1: Welcome. How are you? Thank
4: you. Good, good, hungry. <laughs> So obviously, I had uh, so many recipes in mind, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure I'm gonna email you more. I'm just gonna give one, and if there's uh-huh. time, I, I, I do wanna give a recipe for uh, pina colada as well. Well,
2: um, just give
1: them both.
4: Okay, I'll give you both. So I figured that everyone was gonna come with delicious like meats, chicken, enchiladas, uh, tacos. So. I decided to go with a simple but but very, very good family recipe, which is actually pico de gallo to accompany all these deliciousness that has been talked about already. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, when Anthony told me that I did have to give precise recipes, I immediately got on the phone with my mom because those of us who are Hispanics know that a Hispanic recipe is no, just a little bit of this and a pinch of that. And no, no, just a dab. Not so much, not so little, you know, (laughs) that's the way they give recipes. But, um, if you want to do, uh, and I'm going to do, uh, 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 what I'm going to give us the recipe where you can even serve the pico de gallo in a very original way. So you would need, um, this is, this would be for four servings. You would need two Haas avocados and, um, you cut them in half and you just let them sit there because that's going to be actually where you're going to put your pico. So then for the actual pico de gallo, you would need, depending on the size of the tomatoes, um, if, they're, you know, if they're the um, Roma tomatoes, I would say eight, if it's like the bigger steak tomatoes. Although I don't recommend, I think uh, pico is better with the Roma tomatoes. Um, I would say eight to 10 and then here's, here's the, the interesting part. It's all in the chopping. <laughs> so it has to be chopped very, very uh, finely, yeah, very neatly. You can use one of those, I don't know how you call them, um, one of those things that, uh, like, it's like a mandolin, uh, th- those things where you, you just put the, cut the tomato in half and put it and it'll turn it into little cubes. And uh, while you're doing all that, because this is very time-consuming, um you would need one big onion um, uh, white onion and also very finely chopped and while you're doing that, you need to marinate that chopped onion in I guess the juice of two limes uh, and and let it sit there so that way the the, the onion gets a little bit of the uh, you know of, of the strength kind of cut off so uh then you need a uh I, I don't know in other parts here in Miami they sell the cilantro in in little like uh like a like a bushel like a little like you know just just a uh oh my god, <laughs> Help me how she it's, it's, <laughs> like,
1: it's like a bunch of scallions kind a of a
4: bunch thank you yeah like, like a little parsley, bunch. like yeah, exactly mm-hmm. so you would need one bunch of those um, of, of the, um, of cilantro. So obviously you need to take it, you know, take it, wash it with, you know, filtered water, um, and then just pick it apart from the actual stems. So you just have the, 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 tiny leaves and then comes the mixing. You mix the tomatoes with the onions in the same, um, bowl where you had the onions, marinating in lime juice, and then mix in the cilantro. Um, depending on your taste, you may want to add a little, maybe the juice of a third lime and then salt is definitely to taste, but I say, uh, a teaspoon of salt makes everything really well. You, it needs to sit a little bit uh, and, and, you know, ideally you would want to, you want to have it like maybe an hour before serving in the fridge. So it's nice and chill, especially for summer. Then, uh, comes the exciting part. (laughs) I love doing this, so you once you have your avocados cut in half, you just portion the uh, pico inside each avocado and serve it like that and obviously you know you wash your avocados first before cutting them, so then you can put them like within the plate as as your salad and 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 it looks really pretty it tastes phenomenal and and it's very refreshing so that's that's one recipe um the uh so you you want me to do the the piña colada
1: yeah and then when you're done with that i'm going to ask you a question about uh, spanish or hispanic wines Mm -hmm. because you are the wine (laughs)
4: expert so oh my god and i also have and um, keep it uh, keep it short (laughs) yes yes i know i also have i also have the um I uh penny reader sent me a uh, Mexican rice recipe unfortunately I'm not that a proficient braille reader. It is delicious and it looks very simple so I'm gonna email it to you Sheila, perfect so that you can include it yes perfect so the piña colada is very easy um, just you know a gallon of uh, pineapple juice and um, one big can of um, what they called coconut cream, not milk, coconut cream, and then you need a um, can, a uh, small, smaller can, not the big one, but the small can of evaporated milk, and um, here is the trick. I use a, a little bit, not, uh, not the big can, but the smaller can of condensed milk. Many people don't know that secret. It gives it a little hint of sweetness and just it makes it very very good and then obviously i'm not going to say the portion for the rum because that it's you whatever know, you want exactly some people may want it virgin some of us would like it probably uh i don't know three parts rum just one part <laughs> uh, <laughs> mix so it's very easy Pina, uh, 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 pineapple juice the can of uh, coconut cream um, and then two small cans of each evaporated milk and condensed milk. You put everything in the blender. You can put some ice to, to so that the ice gets crushed. And, and that way it kind of takes away a little bit of the, of the, if it's too sweet for you and then just mix the rum, uh, you know, again to your taste.
1: <laughs> All right. And then give us a, a perfect Hispanic wine to go with our dinners and just general
4: in general so a very versatile wine I would say would be an Argentinian wine wine from Mendoza Argentina I would recommend for everything that has been talked about um and I wouldn't probably do a Malbec because you know don't be tricked into Malbecs because Malbecs are very famous from Mendoza Argentina but they're they're too strong to eat with you know chicken or 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 salad they're more like with steak so a blend from mendoza argentina or a cabernet from mendoza argentina would be great with any of the foods that have been given out today
1: okay well thank you dear thank you for spreading the word and thank you for being here thank you all right lucy everyone
2: all right miss courtney hi courtney hi how are y'all this evening awesome how are you
12: i'm doing well so i'm gonna share two quick ones that i did on my cooking call um it's chicken chimichangas and cheesy mexican rice so for the chicken chimichangas it is so simple um you take cooked chicken breast and you shred it and you can use the salsa chicken that someone mentioned earlier and then you mix it with a jar of salsa so there you go. <laughs> and you mix it with some rice if you want to and black beans. And then I just spoon it into my flour tortillas. Put lots and lots of cheese in there. Roll it up. Put it in the air fryer for five minutes. Flip it in five more minutes. And I think that's usually like 350. And you can do them in the oven too. So it'll take about 20 minutes in the oven. Um, just to get everything melted and heated through. And then on the uh, Mexican rice... I just cook up a bunch of rice, add a can of either enchilada sauce or tomato sauce. And if I'm using tomato sauce, I add about a tablespoon or two, depending on your heat level, of chili powder. Mix in some garlic powder, minced in some minced onion if you want. Mix all that together, put it in a casserole dish. Put a generous amount of cheese on top, stick it in the oven for about... 20 minutes. Let's cheese melt and get bubbly and gooey and yummy and there you go.
1: Yum. Courtney, I can't thank you enough and can you You're email welcome. those to me?
12: If I don't forget, if I do, you know how to reach me. <laughs>
1: I will email
12: you. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Please do. Please thank stay. You. thank I, you. Lucy, anybody else? Okay. Nope. Not right now. All right, Katie,
2: do we have anybody in Zoom? We do. Go ahead, Anthony. Hi, Anthony.
7: Hey, hey, hey. Well, you know, Gabriel is the rice maker in this house, but I have the perfect rice recipe, and it's really, really easy and comes in a lot of varieties. All you have to do is go to the supermarket and head down that uh, ethnic food aisle and grab a box of (laughs) Goya. Goya. But um, all kidding aside, um, I call this Gringo Dolce de Leche. Um, And, you know, it's the white boys version. (laughs) So you get a box of angel food or um, sponge cake and make it in a square pan so it's easy to cut into squares. You make your cake, follow directions. Um, Then you cut it into the squares. You take a drizzle of condensed milk and drizzle it over the top of the squares that you cut. Then you get a big old tub of cool whip extra creamy it really needs to be the extra creamy and a ice cream caramel syrup and take five tablespoons of the caramel syrup mix it up in the cool whip put it back in the refrigerator for 15 minutes or so so it gets back to the really good consistency and when you're ready to serve the Dolce de leche, then you just generously top off the angel food cake um after you, i'm sorry i forgot a step after you put the condensed after you drizzle with the condensed milk also put that in the refrigerator for a good 15 20 minutes so that it it sinks in and, and gives it that consistency that you love so gringo dolce de leche enjoy
2: okay i expect an
1: email with Absolutely. this recipe thank <laughs> you thanks anthony thanks for being here
7: you're welcome
2: all right katie nobody no hands. All right. Lucy. Nobody.
1: All right. Well, you know what, guys? What we need to do is think about what our next call is going to be. And Sheila,
4: before, before you before you go ahead, I'm yes, sorry to, to interrupt you. No, I wanted okay. Anthony inspired me to remind. I don't know if Monica is still on. Um, I don't I think so. Monica- I
1: think I heard her leave. Oh, okay. Oh, she's here. Oh, okay. Never
6: mind. You,
4: you because you gave the tres leches, right, Monica?
6: See, si, yes.
4: See, si, okay. So you know here Gorgeous. in Miami, <laughs> here in Miami, obviously they have, uh, you know, the Hispanics were always specialists and find ways of make people gain more weight. <laughs> so oh, no. now the big thing here is not that tre- because tres leches like Monica said is three milks because you know, the the, the cake is soaked in those three, the combination of three milks.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: now here they have what they call cuatro leches, which is four yes, milks. <laughs> because instead of, you know, instead of using anything else, what they do is you can even buy it already made the dulce de leche. You and you, and you, um, you spread it on the top of once it once it's uh once the <laughs> cake is soaking with the three milks the fourth milk is actually the dulce de leche that goes on top of it <laughs> so that's the <sighs> sugar i don't know <laughs> <Wow>. sugar bomb
3: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> thanks for letting me know
4: <laughs> yeah try it you'll love it
1: <laughs> oh my gosh well if anyone is on this call that one has a recipe and they want to share and it's okay if you didn't want to talk. Two, if you're not getting the documents that we've had over 60 calls. And three, if you want to just communicate with me About ideas for recipe calls because apparently you guys want this to keep going. And like I said, we've done over 60. Just email community at acb.org and let Colby and Cindy know that you would like me to communicate with you. And (laughs) I will, because I try to do a good job of communicating. I don't always send out recipe documents. (laughs) <laughs> but I promise I'll get better so the next recipe swap which is on the 21st I heard That's- something on another call that I'm thinking we've never thought about and it was a no bake call You don't have to bake it. A recipe for anything you don't have to bake. So what does everybody think? Should we try that? I think that's a good idea. Sounds good. Anybody else? I
12: like like that
1: idea. All right. I do too. Sounds good. Yeah. Just, you know, something you don't have to bake. So it'll be interesting to see what everybody comes up with. And Lucy, oh, gee, I did
3: anybody? one last time.
1: <laughs> what, Mary Grace?
3: I said I did one the last time. I can't
1: do the same one though. It, yes, you can. Why not? I've forgotten cookies. You don't well, have. To- you can. You can. But they have to be baked. They have to be in the no, oven. No, they don't. They have to be put in the oven. Well, they but have to be put in the oven. You know what? Why not? You can do it. <laughs> it'll it'll be it. a month later who cares yeah. <laughs> it's a new document mary grace <laughs> lucy anybody in clubhouse want to give an idea
11: nobody has their hand raised right. i have an idea for you for for the following time
1: all right
7: pumpkin themed recipes yep i was thinking that too
1: yep and we've done them mm-hmm. but we can you know that was a year ago And you know what? We've done many things over and we always get new ideas and new recipes. I am never going to turn down a good recipe. So (laughs) anyway, thank you so, so much, Anthony, I believe. Thank you for streaming.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we missed about the first seven minutes um, out on the air, so I already sent a message to Rick and Deb.
1: It's okay. Um, I will send in the recording. Katie, thank you so much. Brad, thank you. And Lucy, thank you. Oh my goodness. Tonight was a new experience. Thank you everybody for being here. Two weeks. We're going to do (laughs) no-bake. So no-bake cookies. Thank
4: you, Sheila. <laughs> and I have already my no-bake recipe. So I'll be back awesome. in two weeks. Awesome. All yep. right. <laughs> Thank you,
1: everybody. Thank you, be safe. We'll talk Thanks. in two weeks.